Praise God. Praise God. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Pastor Mike here. Glad you could join us. Are you ready to hear the word of God today and to really expect a blessing and expecting to be ministered to? Well, I hope so, because that's how we should always prepare to our hearing and studying the word of God. Amen. Why don't we pray? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so long, so much, O oh Lord God, that we are able to gather together like this to read your word and to hear your words, O oh Lord God, and to just be open for your Holy Spirit to minister to us and talk to us in your own special way, O oh Lord. Heavenly Father God, you know the needs, the desires, you know what's going on in everyone's life, O oh Lord God. So we ask today that you will minister to us in your own special way in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I give this time and this space entirely over to you, O oh Lord. Take it where you will for your your honor and your glory and your praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. Praise God. Praise God. See, I, I have so much, so much to share with you today. My, my, my heart is excited. My, my spirit is excited. And uh, as we move forward in the word of God and, and just uh, um, look at the things that are going on all around us and everything. And uh, sometimes, you know, in dealing with the many, many facets of life, uh, how, how outside life interacts with our own personal lives and everything. And we see so many complex situations going on and everything. And uh, sometimes, many times, as a matter of fact, we try to solve complex problems by looking for complex solutions. We try to solve complex problems by finding complex solutions. And today, what I'm here to talk to you about is about going back to some basic things, okay, basics. And basic things relative to the Word of God and basics in terms of what God uh, tells us in terms of dealing with the so-called complex things of life. Amen. God does not make this very difficult at all. It, it rests on a, a, on a few very fundamental things, a, a few very basic things, you know. So as we come here together today to hear the Word of God and to read the Word of God, I want to focus on holding our ground, holding our ground or standing, standing fast. And of course, going back to basics, going back to basics, you know, um, we find that there is so much that is going on. And sometimes we just feel so, I don't know, exasperated or confused. We don't know how to handle situations. We don't know how to deal with things that are going on around us and in our lives. Okay. And a few sermons back and everything, God had said to just watch what I do, to watch what I do. And in preparing this particular message today, this was revisited to me by Holy Spirit again about watching what God does. Okay. And again, relative to very looking for complex solutions for complex situations. It's very, very basic. There are some very basic things that God tells us about himself in the word of God. Amen. So without hesitation, why don't we go to the word of God as usual? And why don't we go to Second Corinthians 2. I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians 20, 2 Corinthians 20, okay, 2 Corinthians 20, and we're going to start with verse number 11, 2 Corinthians 20, verse number 11, praise God, praise God. Um, in this particular chapter, Jehoshaphat was afraid because of the fact that if you look back at verse number 2, I'm not going to start. If you look back at verse number two real quickly, it just says that there comes a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea of, on this side of Syria. And behold, there be uh, Hazazanon Tamar, which is in Gedi. And it says there in verse number three that Jehoshaphat feared and so forth. And so he went to seek the Lord. Okay, so here he found out that this huge army, these, these groups of people were coming against them. And he was fearful, so he went to the Lord. Okay, which right away.
way. That gives us a very, very basic fact right there. When we are experiencing fear in our lives, the first thing that we should do is run to the Lord. Okay, look at the situations that are going on around us today. And if you're feeling fearful or anxious, the first thing you need to do is to go to the Lord. Okay, so then it says in verse number 11, behold, I say, how they reward us to come and cast out um, thy, thy uh, possessions, which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that comes against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. Now, that may sound very similar to what's going on in all of our lives today. There's so much going on, and we, we sometimes we, as, 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 as Christians or, or mere citizens and whatnot, we feel like we have no power against the decisions that are being made in high places and so forth, that things are just moving along without our input, which, would, which will uh, um, invariably wind up impacting us in a negative way, but we have no input. Okay, so therefore we wind up feeling fearful and weakened and like we don't, just don't know what to do. So he says that we have no might against this great company that comes against us, neither do we know, do we know what to do. But our eyes are upon thee, basic thing, we need to keep our eyes on the Lord. Regardless of what's going on in this world around us, in this country, around about the world, decisions that are being made in high places, to keep our eyes on the Lord. Okay, upon, it says, but our eyes are upon thee. Verse 13. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Okay, now the Holy Spirit is coming upon him. And he said, Hearken ye, all Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you. Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. The battle is not yours but God's. And I say to you today, do not be afraid of this great multitude in terms of the powers that be, those are, that are in decision-making making positions, that are making decisions that are impacting us, us in a very negative way. Do not be, afri be afraid. Do not be, be, uh, uh, to have no fear for what is going on. Okay, because the battle is not ours. The battle is God's. The battle is not ours. The battle is God's. So be not afraid, saints of God, for what we see going on around us. Okay, be not afraid. Basic. The battle is not ours, but the battle is God's. Okay, verse number 16 says, Tomorrow go you down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and you shall find them at the end of the brook. Uh, before the wilderness of Jeruel. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Please underline, you shall not need to fight in this battle. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Okay? So I say to you today, this applies to us. We do not need to fight in this battle. Okay, we need to fight. God knows very well what is going on. God knows what is going on with COVID. He knows what's going on with the school situation, the back to school situation. God knows what's going on with the economy. God knows what's going on at the border of this country. Okay, with the influx of people, God knows what's going on. And if any of these things are troubling you, you need to stop worrying and to stand and simply be still. Because God is with you. God is with us. 
God is with us, okay? You will, you will not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still to see the salvation of the Lord, amen? So underline that word stand, okay? Because that's a key word for today's message also, to stand. Stand ye still. Verse number 18 says, And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah... And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites and the children of the Kohathites and of the children of the Korhites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. Now underline that word praise, because here we see another basic thing happening here. In the time of trouble, what should we be doing? We should be praising God. We should be praising God. God said that he is with us. He is with us. Amen. So we should be praising him for the fact that we know that he is there and that we know that he is going to take care of us. Amen. So right away it says here that, that and the children of the Korites, they stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. Okay, so they didn't praise. Oh, thank you, Lord. Praise, 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 praise. They stood there. They boldly praised God and raised their hands and shouted hallelujah, praises to his name. Amen. Which is what we should be doing when this during this time of difficulty. We should be praising God, praising God when we're gathered together, praising God when we're by ourselves, praising God when you're in your prayer prayer closet in the morning and the noon at night, just praising God, lifting your hands and praising. You see, the devil cannot be where there is unfettered praise of Lord God Jehovah going on, a spiritual fact. Evil cannot exist. We, the church, the body of Christ, need to pull together more and, and spend some time praising God. Amen. Amen? Amen. So it says here that they praised him with a loud voice. Verse number 20 says, and they rose rose early in the morning uh, and went forth into the wilderness of, of uh, Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. Underline, please. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall you be established. Believe, underline, believe his prophets. So shall you prosper. Amen. Another basic there. He says to believe, believe, believe. We've got to believe with all of our might, with all of our beings, that God is going to deliver us from all of these negative things that are going on. You've got to believe that deep down in your spirit. It says that believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so you shall prosper. Amen. And then, uh, and when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord um, that should what? Praise, online the word praise, you know, appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of his holiness, holiness. And they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. There it is again, basic, praising God. We've got a lot of negative stuff that's going on in this country and around the world for that matter. There's a departure from the way of God, from God's way. There's a departure from the word of God. There's a departure from the faith of God. Okay? We've got to praise God and know that his mercy endures forever. Okay? In spite of what's going on. Okay? Know that the battle is not ours. The battle belongs to God. And then to praise him for loving us so much that he's going to take the battle from us. And we're not going to have to struggle. That alone is something to praise God for. Amen. Amen. You have something. You ever have something going on in your life, and you're really troubled about, you know, taking care of it or doing it or whatever it is. You, you, you know, and that boy, and then someone or some circumstance came about and changed things so that you didn't have to go through the hassle of whatever it was going to be. Amen. Amen. 
<laughs> I remember one time it's something as simple as a flat tire. I got a flat tire on the, on the highway there, and I was able to get over to the side. And, of course, in New York, New York, no one stops on the highway to help you. Amen. Amen. And people just going by. And I opened my trunk, and I said, oh, Lord, my God, gee whiz, I can't find the, uh, the lug wrench. The lug wrench. I was, boy, I was so perturbed. I didn't know what to do. And I prayed. Of course, I prayed. You know, and moved things around in the car. And, boy, and now it's something as simple as a lug wrench, all right? And there was the lug wrench hidden in the back of the trunk. Somehow it got there. I'd probably put it there. But anyway, but I found it. And boy, boy, I praise God for that because that was such a relief. Okay? Okay, the battle wasn't mine with that changing that flat. It was the Lord. You had to locate that, that, that uh, lug wrench. Okay? And changing the tire went so smoothly. Okay? But something even as, as little as that, it was such a relief to me to know that God was there watching. That God was there helping me to get through that particular situation. Well, so it goes with, it goes with everything else in life. The battle is not ours, it's God. It's God's, okay? It says, believe his prophets, so you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers, again, unto the Lord, uh, that they should praise the beauty of holiness. And they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Verse 22, and when they began to sing, began to sing and praise the Lord, underline praise, the Lord, okay, praising God activates God to do whatever it is he's planning to do, okay, okay, and, and when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, okay, the Lord set the ambushments, okay, they didn't have to figure out how to do this, okay, God is the master planner, he's the, the master battle coordinator, if that's the right word, okay, he's, he's, he, yeah, I mean, he's the master, it said, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten, okay, the Lord, the battle is not yours, it belongs to God, the Lord, God set the ambushments, okay, and, it said, and they were smitten, Verse 23 goes on to say, For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to slay and to destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of, of uh, Seir, everyone helped to destroy another. Okay? So, so Israel didn't have to do anything. Judah didn't have to do anything. They simply stood back and let God do the planning. And they, the enemy, wound up fighting against each other. And they killed each other off. Israel didn't have to do a thing. Okay? They'll do a thing. In 24 says, And when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked into the multitude, and behold, there were dead bodies falling to the earth, and none escaped. Okay? Israel didn't have to lift a finger. God took care of everything and had the enemy destroy itself. They turned against each other. Okay? Now, I don't know how much you're following things that's going on around the world in this country, but I see some evidence of that happening already. I see people that are making certain decisions. They're eating and feeding among themselves. They're eating and they're feeding among themselves. They're eating and feeding among themselves. Well, I should say on themselves. Amen? Amen? That is evident right now as we speak. So the battle is not ours. Okay? It belongs to God. Okay? And the same way God told them to just be still, to stand still, which is what we need to do, okay? We need to be still and to stand still and to praise Him and stand back and watch what God does. Stand back and watch what God does. Don't be dismayed, saint of God. Don't be dismayed. Don't be worried. Don't feel like you're pulling your head out, your hair out. 
Don't be dismayed because your child is not back in school yet. Don't be dismayed because your your, your small business may be having having a difficult time. You know, don't be dismayed because you just don't know where things are going right now as far as your personal existence, your family's existence is concerned. God knows your situation. In the meantime, you just try praising him, lifting him up, thanking him for the fact that you know that you've been delivered from this situation. Know that, that, that God is on the case. Okay? Know that God is the one that's going to bring us all through. All of us, you, me, everyone, he's going to bring us through, especially his children. We're his children. He's not going to leave us languishing and just, you know, you know, living a, 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 a terrible existence or something. God is watching over us. Okay, okay. So you see it like they turned on each other and God has told them, told them that the battle is not yours. It belongs to him. Okay. Now, as we wait and we watch to see what God does. Okay. And I should say, as we wait and praise God continually and see what he does, we must stand strong as we saw there in the scriptures. Amen. Many Christians, many Christians are defeated in their Christians' lives, in their Christian lives, simply because they, 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 they seriously, they seriously do not understand that we are engaged in warfare. Okay. We're, we're engaged in a, in a warfare to which we're called. God called us to be, to be at this warfare, in this warfare. Okay. All right. But the thing that we have to remember, though, that he is the commander in chief. Okay, and he will guide us through if we just listen to him. But many Christians fail to realize that we are seriously engaged in this warfare. They don't. They don't believe that. You know, many many times we go through the motions of attending church each week. You know, okay. However, there are some Christians that appear to know very little about this warfare against the challenges and the struggles and the anxieties of this life. Okay, we're in a warfare against these challenges. Okay, we're in a warfare. However, you know, you know, we need to listen carefully, okay? We need to listen carefully to what the Word of God says that we should be doing, okay? All right? Now, speaking of carefully, I want you to listen carefully to what I'm about to say here, okay? Listen carefully. Many times people come to the Lord, to Lord Jesus believing that Jesus will solve all my problems. Listen carefully now. Many times people come to the Lord thinking Jesus will solve all of my problems, that Jesus will, 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 will give me peace and joy. That he will give me a happy family life. Okay. They wind up saying, wind up saying that, that they say, well, yeah, come to Jesus and enjoy all of these blessings and more. He promises you abundant life. Okay. They promise you abundant life. And so they sign up for what they think will be a wonderful, carefree, joyous life of nothing but peace and happiness. This is why they come to the Lord. You think, oh boy, if I just do that, I will get everything that I need. I'll live a carefree life. I'll have no troubles at all. And all my problems will be solved. And me and my family just have peace and happiness. Okay? Living on some beautiful oasis of an existence, so to speak, and just enjoying life. Okay? Now, again, I say understand carefully what I'm saying. Now, all of these claims are true. All of these claims are true. Okay? But, however, they're only half of the picture. It's only half of the picture. Jesus did promise to give us abundant life. He did indeed promise to give us abundant life. And we see that if we go to John, John 10. Let's go to John 10, verse number 7. John 10, verse number 7. And... 
and starting with verse number seven. Then Jesus, uh, then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have life more, have it more abundantly. Okay, on the line abundantly. So we see there that Jesus did indeed say that, that he was come to, to give us life. Okay, and life abundantly. All right, that, that is very much true. Okay, but he also said, Jesus also said, said that he is sending us out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Okay, Jesus did say, I come that you may have an abundant life, but he also said that I'm sending you out as sheep among the wolves. Okay, and if you go to Matthew, I'm going to go to Matthew 10, 10, 16. Matthew 10, 16. Thank you, Jesus. And let me just pause just real briefly here to say that if you don't have your Bible, please hit the pause button on this uh, podcast, run and get your Bible and come back and hit play again. Okay, it's really important that you're able to read these words and highlight them, underline them as we're going across them for future reference. Amen. It's very important that you know what's in the Word of God and where to find it. Amen. So we're looking at Matthew 10, uh, verse number 16. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, okay? Beware of men. Beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. And you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake. That means simply because of the fact that you're a follower of Jesus Christ. We're all Christians. Christian means, you know... Uh, Paul coined the term in Antioch there, a Christian is a follower of Jesus, okay, Jesus Christ, and you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the, and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. For it is not you that speak, but the spirit of your father, which speaks in you. Okay. So as we see this persecution going on, and there is some persecution going on. I mean, you know, churches have been shut down and other things are being opened and so forth. And, and, and there's very scant, you know, real specific direction for churches and so on like that. And, and, the, you know, people want God written out of, out of books and all literature, you know, God, they don't want the 10 commandments around and in certain places and public spaces. They, they, they don't want, they don't want, they don't want. So there is a, there is a persecution um, that is indeed going on. Okay. But if it intensifies as time goes on and Jesus tarries uh, returning, okay, we just have to be prepared. We know that God is there and God will take care of us and that if and when you are put into a position because of your position in Jesus Christ, okay, okay, if you're put in some some bad position because of your position in Jesus Christ, because of who you are, don't worry about what it is that you should say to those people because God, Holy Spirit, will put the words in your mouth. That's what this is saying. That's what this is saying. Okay. Again, that battle is not ours. It belongs to God. God knows that if you're in some position where, you know, you're being challenged, you know, about your beliefs, about your Christianity, about your belief in Jesus Christ, if you are challenged that way, the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say. So he's telling you here, don't be concerned. Okay. Verse number 20, for it is not you that speak, but the spirit of your father, which speaks in you. 
Okay? And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death, and the father the child, and the children shall raise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And he goes on, he talks about the various things, things that, that could be happening. Okay? So again, the point that I'm making here, okay, is that while uh, 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 Jesus did come to give us life abundantly, to give us an abundant life, he also warned us, saying, okay, that there will be challenging times, that there will be challenging times. Okay, so coming to Jesus, you know, and believing that Jesus is the answer to all things. Yes, that is so true. That is so true. Okay, but realize and understand the fact that Jesus himself says that there will be trials and tribulations, but he's given us the way out. He's given us the ability to overcome those trials and tribulations and especially not to be worrying about it, about them. Okay, so 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 Jesus warned his disciples in these scriptures and us to prepare for persecution. We are to avoid all things in this life which, which give any advantage to the enemy from entering into our lives. We are to avoid those situations, okay? We are to avoid any compromising situations that, that, that may want to uh, wind up steering us away from God, from making us drop our God, our guards and saying that it's okay to do this. It's okay to participate in this. It's okay to be with this person. It's okay to follow that person's lead. <clears throat> okay, excuse me. Okay, we need us need need to be prepared. Need to be prepared that that we we don't catch ourselves or allow ourselves to just continue worrying about worldly concerns. Okay, and what are worldly concerns? Worldly concerns are some of the things that we see going on today. Worldly worldly concerns are being so 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 overwhelmed, over consumed with 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 uh, with, with with your um uh, your your interest. Or worries about your finances, okay? Worries about your health. Worries about your family and your children. Worried about your housing, okay? Don't let yourself be overly consumed about those things, all right? As as situations come up in your lives, dealing with your family, your children, your finances, your health, we take them all to the Lord. We take them to God in prayer, praising him every step of the way for knowing that God has delivered us already. It's already been done. It's been done. We've been delivered before we actually see the deliverance manifest itself here in the natural. Okay. All right. So, so Jesus warned us that there would be some times of, of, of difficulty. We need to make sure that we avoid all appearances, you know, of any evil or selfishness. We need to make sure that we are not involved with any underhand dealings. We need to keep ourselves above board in Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 This is what we do while we're waiting and watching what God does. As I said, God is on the case. All of the dastardly plans that are going on around us and in the corridors of, of, of places of, of so-called power, okay, in man's established government, all of those dastardly plans that are going on unbeknownst to us and unbeknownst to a lot of people that should know, maybe even in government for that matter, okay, God knows what's going on, okay, and his will will be done. God's will will be done, okay. So while they may seem like they're prospering now, while they may seem like they're uh, are ahead and on top right now, we see the infighting that's going. We see them feeding on themselves. We see them coming against themselves now. If you're watchful enough and you see and you see what's going on and you're praying about what's going on, and that alone should give you should give you some solace, should give you some peace, knowing that God is on the case. God's on the program here. Okay, All right? He's not going to let things just just fall aside. Okay. And, and, and just and just blow up. Jesus foretold the challenges, as I said, not only so that challenges don't catch us by surprise, 
He told us there would be challenges coming out, but he didn't just tell us that so that we're not surprised, uh, so that we're not surprised by those challenges, but he also is telling us to confirm the fact and to strengthen our faith. Okay? To confirm and to strengthen our faith. Okay? Jesus told us that these things will come, but I am greater than the world. You should have, you should have trials and tribulations, but I am greater than the world. Okay? So that helps to confirm our faith, knowing that Jesus is there. Okay, and that anything that we say and do in the name of Jesus is said that, that, that God will hear us. God the Father will hear us. Amen? Amen. Plus, he knows what is going on. Okay? And, and saints of God, you know, it's like now, now, more than ever before, believers must pay attention to God's instructions. Okay? Now, more than ever more, ever before, we must pay attention to God's instructions. We must take hold of the word of God and refuse to let go. Refuse to let go. Take on to that word of God and just draw it to your bosom and, and refuse to let it go. Hold tightly to it. Keep it in your heart. Keep it on your lips. Amen? Amen? Especially now because of what is going on. We need to pay attention. We must take hold of those words and refuse to let it go. And, and, and especially when you've got a difficult time going on in your life. Okay? That is not the time to run away from the word of God. That is not the time to simply close your Bible and leave it sitting on the coffee table someplace. Not the time at all, saints of God. But what is going on now is the time to hold on to that word of God. We must be like the writer of Psalms 119. Okay, in verse 105 there, 105 through 106, and he says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Path. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgments. That I will keep thy righteous judgments. Okay. We see in Psalm 119, verse 110, the wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not, erred not, from thy precepts. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. Okay? In other words, regardless of what evil someone may be plotting from you, for you, or against you, amen, amen, as long as we don't err in the word of God and God's precepts and concepts and what the word of God is telling us, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. So don't worry about the snares and the traps that someone may be trying to lay for, you, lay for you. Because as long as you know the word of God and as long as you're holding on to the fact that you know that God is on the case, that Jesus Christ will do all things for us, that if we ask things in his name, he hears us and he'll answer our prayers as long as we're doing what the word of God says we should be doing and living our lives as God says we should be living our lives. Okay, we can't be committing a whole lot of sin and involved in a whole lot of sinful practices and then expect God to simply just bail us out. We need to make sure that we're walking in line with the word of God. Amen. 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 The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. Amen. It's not enough for us to just lie back and say, well, if it's God will, God's will for me to have a victory, then I guess he'll do it. Okay. If it's God's will for me to have a victory, well, I guess he'll just give it to me. He'll just give me the victory. All right. It's not good enough. It's not enough for us to say, if it's God's will for me to be healed, well, then he'll, he'll, just, he'll just heal me if it's his will. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that, that's not the way we do it because it is God's will. It is God's will. 
It is God's will, and he did give it to you. He did give you the victory. He did heal you. It's a done deal. By Jesus' stripes, according to the word of God, by Jesus' stripes, you were healed. You were healed 2,000 plus years ago on the cross, so that means it's a done deal. Okay? Jesus said, "You by my stripes, you are healed. So that means that you are healed then. That means you're healed, you're healed now. So confess that. Confess that when you feel the aches and pains in your body. Confess it. By Jesus' stripes, I am healed. Okay? Okay? You must take you, you must take God's word for it. You have to aggressively pursue it, aggressively pursue it, and get it in your heart and in your mouth. Stop saying if 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 if. Okay, the word of God says it's a done deed. Amen. You have to to fight off every unbelieving devil and every every troublesome devil. Fight them off. Fight them off. Resist them. Okay. People come across your path with all sorts of negative statements about you, your family, your life, your job, your finances, your home, anything. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Okay? My father is the owner of a cattle on a thousand hills. I am his son. I'm an heir to the kingdom. So God's not going to let, let me just languish in poverty. Not by a long shot. Hang on to the word. Okay, and rebuke those devils that would try to come around and to bring troublesome circumstances into your life. Amen? Amen? Because all they're doing is they're coming to steal the word of God. They're trying to steal the word of God from you. They're trying to negate the word of God. They're trying to, trying to plant that spirit of doubt, that seed of doubt in your mind to make you wonder who you are in Christ Jesus. Don't let them win out, saints of God. Don't let them win out. Amen? Amen? You are all that the word of God says that you are. Are. Just stand still and praise God. Praise God that he loved you enough to bring you into your fold, into his fold, to make you one of his children. Amen? Amen. Don't let the devil come and steal God's promises from you. Okay? Take God's promises. Take God. Take God's word to yourself personally. Okay? Take it personally. You know? This is why I have you ask you to underline things in Scripture and to highlight things as we're going through the Scripture, so that later on, when you're reading those Scriptures, you can sometimes you can replace the the, the thou and the so forth and the thee and replace it with me or, or with I. Okay, embrace it personally. Okay, Amen, Amen, Amen. Yeah, you just say this is this is my future. This is my life. I refuse to be troubled by the temporary troubles of this world, because that's what they are. They're temporary. Okay? All things being equal. The things that, that are going here, that are going on here around us, they're all temporary. You look at the bigger picture, the way God looks at things and whatnot. I mean, we have a much greater picture in, into eternity. Amen? So what we see going on around is temporary. It's, it, it's like a gnat out there that God can very easily deal with. But he's doing things in his time, in his way. He's letting us, he's letting us see and experience some of the evil and bad decision making that is existing in the world today. He's letting us see and witness it firsthand so that we as his children can, can, can continue to, to grow our faith in him, knowing that he is there and that he's on the case. Knowing what his word says to us and how we can incorporate that word into our lives and, and just simply hang on to it and personalize it and take it word for word just as the word of God says. He's letting us witness these things to see how, to see how he will be glorified through all of this. He will be. Oh, 
Well, they're trying to get rid of him, all right. They're trying to write him off. They're trying to come against God every single way that they can. They're trying to make us children of God lose faith in God by just dumping, 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 you know, you know, one thing on us on top of another. Control, control, control. Make us worry, make us worry, make us worry. God is showing us how we have the opportunity to take him at his word. How we have the opportunity to listen to the voice of Holy Spirit every morning when we arise and we go out into the street. We take in the words and guidance of Holy Spirit as we go to our jobs, whether your job is in an office building or in your home office, wherever it may be. Okay? Okay? While you may have to homeschool your child for right now, God is showing you this is what is out there. This is what man is trying to do. But you can find safety and solace in me because I am Lord God Jehovah and above me there is none other. None other. Okay. Be not concerned, saints of God. Be not concerned. We have one that is much mightier than any decision maker that is on the face of this earth. Okay, we just have to praise God and and stand still and watch what He does, and watch what He does. Okay, all right. God God upholds all things by the word of His power, and that word will indeed come to pass in my life. This is what you need to say to yourself. You need to confess that. God upholds all things by the word of his power, and that word will come to pass in my life. Amen. You got to believe that, saints of God. You got to believe it. Okay. Now, now I, I want to look at a, a, at a few scriptures here, here for, here for us, us to stand on and to do just that. Okay. And to build our faith in these difficult times. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. And this is this is a uh, very familiar scripture, Ephesians six. Ephesians six, and we want to start with verse number number nine. We'll just start with verse number nine. And you masters, do the same things unto them, forbearing, threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven. Neither is there respect of persons with him. Okay, if you're reading this scripture, the, the second word master, there's a capital referring to Jesus. Okay, knowing that your master also is in heaven, heaven, neither is there respect of persons with him. Now, there's no, there's no such thing as respect of persons mean that means that God does not favor one person over another. God does not favor a, a short person over a tall person, a fat person over a slim person, you know, you know, blue eyes over brown eyes, bald head, head full of hair. God has not a respect of persons. All people are the same to God. All groups of people are the same to God. All groups of people. There's not one nationality, ethnic group, race, or whatever that is above or more important in God's eyes. God is not a respecter of persons. Okay, In God's mind, if you will, there are two types of people, believers and non-believers. Okay? But as far as the categories and the pigeonholes and the, 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 the things that, that we make for people, man makes for people, they don't exist in God's eyes. Neither is there respect of persons with him. Amen? Amen? Amen. Just a little aside tidbit there from the word of God. Continuing on to verse number 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Underline that. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 
Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand, underline stand, you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And the wiles of the devil is his trickery. The, the devil is very insidious. You know, he rarely does he hit you face on with something. He comes around about, you know, trickery and chicanery and things like that. Whatever he can do to just catch you unawares, okay? But it says that to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, not against people, flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. This is what we see going on. Maybe people, human beings are on TV or writing the news articles on Twitter, Facebook or whatever, play social media. Maybe these human beings are doing the writing and speaking the words, but these people that are purveyors of such evilness and wickedness, it's the spirit that is driving them. It's the spirit that is guiding them. The Holy Spirit guides us children of God, but we've got spirit, spiritual wickedness in high places, powers against rules of the darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. These spirits, these demons of darkness are who are driving the people that are making the evil and the bad decisions. So it's not the flesh and blood. It's not John Jones that we're wrestling with. It's the spirit that is driving John Jones. Amen? Amen? So, so it says that we got to put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the wiles of the devil that's operating through these people, okay? Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor, verse 13, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand, underline, withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. There it is again, to stand. So here we see a basic thing here, a basic, uh, a, a basic concept of, of, of Christian life, a basic concept of what God tells us, how we should just simply stand and be able to stand strong, Okay? Put it on this whole armor of God so that we can withstand what is going down, what is coming down. Stay tuned, saints of God. There's more to come. Okay, there's more to come. But as I said before, and keep saying, but God is on the case. So every time it gets ratcheted up a little bit by man, okay, God certainly is ratcheting up his his uh, his thing because God knows that knows whatever man does, he knows what's coming down the pike. God does, he knows what's coming down the pike. So I don't care how much they ratchet it up in terms of man's plans and things like that. God, excuse me, God is on the case, so he knows exactly what to tell us to do if we're simply seeking his face for guidance. Okay? Just like he told them uh, uh, back in uh, uh, in the, the previous scripture that he says, go, go down the valley of Z's and do this and do that and then just stand still and watch what happens. Okay? God will tell us what to do. God will tell you what to do relative to your personal situation, relative to that thing that you're worried so much about. God will tell you what to do. Just you, you stand and be strong, okay? So you can stand against the wiles of that devil that's plaguing your life right now, okay? You just stand, okay? It says in verse number 14, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. See, I mentioned earlier that we're in a warfare here, and the devil is throwing darts at you. He's throwing darts. Every time you see one of those darts coming at you, and you <clears throat> remember, you've got that shield of faith. You put that shield of faith up. 
Put that shield of faith up to fend off and deflect those darts if you try to come your way. Have faith that God is going to bring you through, that God is going to do all that he says he was going to do in your life. Because in God's mind, it's done. It's a done deal. It's done. You just have to receive it, receive it, receive it, and then just stand still and just wait and watch and see what God does for you. Stand and watch and wait and see what God does for you. Okay? I don't care how that person out there is coming against you. I don't care how much trouble he or she is giving you. Okay? God is greater. God knows what's going on. And God has a plan for you. All you got to do is sit back and stand there and just wait and watch God and ask God what it is you want me to do. What it is you want me to say or to think. How should I behave? You just step back and you just watch and wait and ask him because the battle is not yours. The battle belongs to God. Can you believe that? Can you really, 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 really believe it? That's the important thing. Okay? In order for you to stand, you've got to be able to believe it. Otherwise, your standing is, is, is worthless. What are you going to stand on if you don't have a belief? Amen? Amen? Verse 16 again, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, protecting your mind, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. <laughs> okay? The evil comes against you, you speak the Word of God. That's what, that's what Jesus did to the devil when, he, when the devil took him into the wilderness and, and threw those temptations at him. Okay? Each time, Jesus hit him with the Word. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. Okay? Hit him with the word of God. Okay? Okay? So, so, so your weapon, and out, and out of all of the armor, okay? Okay? The only, the only weapon there that is uh, offensive is the sword of the spirit. Everything else is, is defensive. Okay? The shield, the helmet, okay? And so forth. All of that, all of that is, is de defensive. The only offensive weapon there is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And you have that weapon. You have it. Use it. Don't be afraid to use it. Don't be afraid to use it. So we see it for, for, uh, from these scriptures, and there are many more. You know, you just do a, a search on the word stand in, 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 in the Bible. You know, and there are many, many other, other scriptures. You know, there's, there's Ephesians, uh, Galatians. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty where, uh, wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Amen. That's uh, Galatians 5.1. There are many other scriptures. Okay. So what we need to do is to remember that during this point in time that we need to stand and be strong in the Lord. We need to praise and need to make sure that we're praising God. Okay, because the enemy cannot be where there is active, heartfelt, deep spiritual praise of God. Enemy cannot stay there. He cannot stay in your life. He cannot stay in your situation if you are merely bold and strong enough to praise him. Amen. Amen. And then, then simply stand still and watch what God does. Stand still and watch what God does to drive every single demon out of your life, every single demon out of your situation. Holy Spirit shall come in and just embrace you and bring nothing but peace to your life and to your soul. And you'll, you'll breathe a deep sigh of relief knowing that our Lord is on the case. Amen, amen. I pray that this message was a blessing to you, and uh, if it was, then by all means, please pass it on to those that you love, even someone that's giving you a hard time. God doesn't want them to perish either. You know, we can be, be reached at www, 
genesis-1one.org. That's our main website. Or where this podcast is coming from, that's www.genesis1one-word.sermon.net. Okay, and if you go to that website, up in the right-hand corner there, there's a, 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 a subscribe button. Click on that subscribe button and you'll automatically be notified uh, when these new sermons are available online. Amen. Amen. Or if you have our apps, you know, we have apps for iPhones and apps for Android also. You can download those free of charge so you can take the word with you. Amen. Amen. So uh, just continue to just tune in and let Holy Spirit guide you. And I pray again that this message is a blessing to you in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father God, we thank you so much for this time that we've had with you, Lord God. And we Pray in the name of Jesus, O Lord, that we shall remember these words and keep these words deeply, deeply locked into our spirits so that they cannot be stolen away by the evil one, O Lord. This we pray in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I just thank you so much for your words today, Lord God, and I pray that you go with every single listener today and and, and continue ministering to them even beyond this message, O Lord. This I pray in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We praise you. We magnify thy most glorious name in the master's name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God. Go forth and be blessed. And remember that Jesus is Lord.